Welcome to the Land Cave, where we're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. Happy New Year! 2021. You know, Patrick, I feel like I haven't talked to you all year. Oh, the dad jokes are coming out. <laughs> We're here giving you the gaming news like we do every single week. We had we had a couple weeks off with uh, with New Year's, with holidays, all that kind of jazz. We're back, and we're going to talk uh, gaming like we do, ranting, talking about fun stuff. Uh, so if you like fun stuff and video games and you're gener- generally a nerd or just want to hang out and you're bored and you want to escape the crazy things that, you know, in this world, uh, just hang out with us every Wednesday at uh, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central. Cause it's fun. Yeah. How's I like the having new year- fun. Yeah, fun's good. How's the uh, new year treating you? You know, mm-hmm. I can't... I, well, I'm sure I could complain, but yeah. I can't really complain that. I had to go back to work. That's probably the, the worst of it. You know, you take a week off work and you come back on that Monday, mm-hmm. and that Monday feels like the length of time that the friday is before you leave for vacation (laughs) so like those are like the two longest days the day before you leave and the day that you come back oh yeah but aside from that uh it's been pretty good it's been it's been chill getting been getting some gaming in which is nice played a little hades over the holidays uh because i didn't take my playstation or anything with me so i took my switch and uh, got into got into some Hades, made that my last game of the year. I suck at it, uh, but it it is a good game. I don't think I'm going to finish it by any means because I never finish roguelikes. But if you like roguelikes, <laughs> I think you'll probably enjoy it. Um, but I'm just not I'm not good enough. I do like I do appreciate what they did uh, in terms of like there's a story every time you die, and there's characters to talk to every time that you die and go back to the underworld or whatever and um i like that aspect of it so that was fun yeah what are you up to man i uh played a lot of spider-man i'm playing the i'm playing the remaster and i'm loving it finally yeah well i i played like half of the remaster i played the half of ps4 sure and i didn't finish it so now i'm like i'm going back and finishing it i'm loving it uh after playing miles i was like this just makes sense uh and i'm i'm uh, playing Phoenix Immortals um, a little bit because the wife took over because it is totally up her alley. Um, she loves, she absolutely loves it. She loves that um, the Greek mythology uh, aspect of it. Um, it's it's not too difficult. Uh, I'll say some of the bosses are kind of difficult, but the rest of the game is not very difficult. So she liked the learning curve. It's challenging but not terrible. Uh, lots of puzzles. So it's it's. Uh, I like it. I'm going to recommend that. Yeah. I do have it loaded up. I just haven't. I'm trying to finish 13 Sentinels. Um, so, like, I have. Uh, uh, this is a good time to talk about the new segment that we're going to be doing in 2021. So, we decided to kind of play off of what I was trying to do with Ex Libris and just make it a part mm-hmm. of the, the podcast. Uh, so we picked each picked 12 plus. I think I have like 15 total games on my thing right there. Now I might add a couple more, but 12 plus that we're going to play a game that we already own. We can't buy a game and add to it. No buying and adding to this list. This has to be already existing games because the idea, uh, behind (laughs) X Libris was to get rid of the backlog. And so I, I roped Patrick into it. My first game is going to be concrete genie. Uh, I don't know what your first game is going to be, but I'm, I'm trying to finish 13 Sentinels because that's what I have hanging over, and I love it, dude. 13 Sentinels is probably my, un- like, 
underrated game. I'm going to talk about that more, but I want to get to Concrete Genie. I want to get to Immortals. Yeah. Uh, those are two games that I have loaded up ready to go. And everybody tells me that I'm going to love Immortals based on my love for Breath of the Wild. So I, 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 I want to play Hades. Like, I want that to be my first one. By the way, there's a little lag in my video. Apologies on that. I'll just figure out what that is later. Uh, I want to play Hades. Like, I want that to be my game. But I'm like, you know what? I need to wait. Because that game is so recent, in my opinion. I want to wait for it to be more of my backlog. So I am going to play a game that I purchased and have not... Which is, which is in, in, in the, the vein of, of Ex Libra's, of, of what we're doing here is I'm playing a game that I should have played when I bought it. I should have played, I didn't buy it at launch, but I bought Borderlands 3. Yeah. And I've not played Borderlands 3. And it's been upgraded to next gen for free. So I get to experience it in, on next gen, in next gen. Uh, and I'm excited about that. Um, I have no idea why I did not play this near launch. Um, I loved the first one. I loved the second one. The pre-sequel uh, I hated, but... I loved the sequel. I love the first one more than more than even the sequel. But um, Sorry, I've heard good things. Sorry, so, go ahead. I was say I've heard good things. The only thing I uh, I heard there were some problems at launch, but that's kind of what happens nowadays, apparently. Uh, but I heard it's a, it's a lot better now, so uh, I'm glad I'm going to get to dive into that. So, so if you're yeah. interested in joining us, here's what you do: you go through your pre-existing games again. Don't buy new games and add to this list. You're going to buy new games anyway. We're all going to buy it. Me and Patrick, I already know. We're, yeah. we're going to talk about that next week, actually. Our most anticipated things of 2021, maybe some predictions thrown in there. So it's already a given that I'm going to buy games, right? We know that that's going to happen. These are games that we already own. Line up at least 12. So the idea, January, you play game one. February, you play game two. All the way through the year, you knock at least... 12 games off of that never-ending backlog feel free to come talk to us about them on the show when we're going to be talking about it it'll probably be like we haven't decided which weeks yet maybe it'll be the last two weeks of the month maybe it'll be like the second and fourth but you can always just drop a comment uh on our existing videos as well but feel free to join us in this in this challenge that we've set for ourselves uh uh i think it's going to be a fun segment for the show i think we do a pretty good job of talking about the news and and having our opinions on that but at the end of the day we're also just normal dudes playing video games and you're normal people playing video games listening along with us so why not do something and play some of those games that we own right yeah. so let's have fun with that this year and feel free to to join us and if you have one of those games and uh, you want to tune in next week uh owen's going to be talking about hades and the following week Concrete i'll be talking Genie. about Sorry, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Concrete Genie. I'll be talking about Hades at some point. You'll be talking Concrete Genie next week. Uh, is that cool next week or is it the week after? Um, I'm intending to start it this weekend. If I don't, we'll push it a week. No, I'm thinking I'm thinking more like talking. Well, I'm thinking more about talking about it like the third and fourth weeks of the month. That way we get into the new month. We give each of us a couple weeks to yeah. experience the game. And so it'll be more what do we do the first couple weeks so if you guys have ideas for things that we should mix in with the news for the first couple weeks of the month feel free to throw them out there we we are i want more feedback i would love to hear what um our loyal listeners think i know that there's some of you out there that that listen every week with us so if there's something that 
you think would be a cool idea to to kind of mix into the show feel free to to let me know either through exactly. messenger or on our video comments whatever you'd like um i want all feedback so uh i would say give us a couple weeks to to get into the game and then like the end of the month will be our yeah. 12 for 12 or ex libris or whatever we're going to end up calling that segment so. we'll, we'll announce it earlier on in the month so that way you know what's coming yeah and then if you happen to have that game or maybe it's part of your backlog like pick it up play it and then join us so you can be part of the conversation because as we're talking about it live you can be part of the conversation talking about it on on facebook live with us because uh, that's what we do you want to talk some news i do cool let's talk some news i wish you could hear could hear that <laughs> i really wish you could hear that j jonah jameson asking for pictures of spider-man because that's what he does <laughs> I mean, I'm still working on audio to make to see if Owen can actually hear the little stingers and stuff that I play, but uh, you guys at home could uh, at least hear some of that. And you know what? I will say, side note, I cannot find I cannot find a audio clip of him asking for pictures of Spider-Man. I'm trying to find the the scene, but apparently it it may be that he never actually directly asked for it. But we have you know it's like the Luke "I am your father," yeah, which he didn't. Say. You like can probably our, pull it from like the first Spider-Man movie, like the Tobey Maguire movie. I, I listened to like every bit of it. I couldn't find the "Give me pictures of Spider-Man." Like I was trying to find that, I couldn't find it. So, anyways, I uh, hope you guys enjoy this thing, or I'll come up with different things uh, every single week, or maybe they'll just be total J. Jonah Jameson stuff the entire time. Um, but I just thought I'd play some Breath of the Wild as we uh, we jump in here. The news it has nothing to do with it, but I just I want. I want Breath of the Wild too so bad that I had to throw that in there. <laughs> you know what? You know what this puts me in the mood for? What are you in the mood for? Some chicken. Some chicken. Well, if you want some chicken, let me tell you, you could get the KFC console because apparently. <laughs> so th- this was this was announced around the PlayStation Five announcement. Yeah. Where they're saying, "Hey, play- KFC's coming out with their own console." And uh, everyone was like, haha, that's that's funny, uh, whatever. And apparently it may be actually a thing. Um, it, it sounds like it is that, that they've been, sorry, I'm kind of uh, rescaling this here a little bit, but it looks like it is either KFC is actually doing it or at least they at least they are pairing with uh, with Coolmaster. So I haven't seen where you can buy it. Yeah. But it looks legit like they're actually talking about uh, not necessarily specs, but saying that it's going to use, uh, re- they're using Barracuda C- Seagate and Firecuda SSDs. Um, man, would you buy, would you buy this case for your console <laughs> uh, uh, with chicken warmer? <laughs> if they announce a contest to win it, I'm going to yeah. happily try and go get it. I'll go pick up some chicken if it gets me a contest entry or, or something like that. I mean, they're they're claiming right here. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're claiming that uh, it can do 4K at 240 FPS. Who knows what that includes? So you know that they set up with a first of its kind hot swappable GPU slot. So if it, like, I I want to see it work. Really, is the thing. Yeah. I just want a video showing, you know, the temperatures that it's keeping your chicken warm at. Because that's the thing is it has a chicken warming. Uh, oven where you can see from the the blueprints it's basically you're playing a game and your gpu is putting off heat which is therefore warming your chicken or keeping it warm uh i think it's i think it's funny it was it's it's definitely funny that somebody's gonna make it i hope there's an opportunity to win it and then as far as like 
buying it, yeah. obviously. I no, I, I I completely agree. Um, I if if I could get the case, and I didn't have to buy the whole thing, there's a chance that I may I may be like, you know, this is so stupid and niche that I may throw money at it. If I can, if there's a chance to win uh, it, I agree with you. Need some KFC. Uh, so the, the weird, <laughs> the, the weird thing for me when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, this, the whole case idea and like everything, is like PC gaming, which I'm 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 I used to say I'm not a PC gamer. I'm kind of becoming more of a PC gamer. But from a tech perspective, you always want to make sure you keep your tech cool. You want to worry about the cooling of your GPU, your cooling of your CPU. And in this case, they're like, oh, let's let the let's let the GPU get hot at least on one side, right? So on that side, it's allowing the heat to di- to, to dissipate, and I guess blow even blow the fans in the northern direction, so that way the CPU and everything can stay cool, and the GPU can stay cool, but yeah. it uses the heat to heat your chicken, which I guess it could be anything, but. Um, if if that actually does that, I'm it, I'm going to be impressed that someone came up with a way to do it. Well, really- my thing would just be like cleaning. You know, this just, the thing just gets greasy and stuff <laughs> like that. Where you know, I just wonder how long you could stay dirty. And it's not like gamers clean anything to begin with. And so now you have a PC that, like, you know, how often do you blow dust out of your computer, right? So how often are you really going to go clean your chicken drawer? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I think I think I'm one of the only people I know who cleans regularly. And even then, it's not very regularly, like I maybe mean, once a year. I have a kid, so I have to clean his stuff all the sure. time, right? Like I do all the dishes for not I don't do I don't I'm not claiming credit just in case she's listening. I'm not claiming 100 <laughs> percent credit, but, I, you know, sure. I clean lots of bottles and kids plates. And I, you know, we have a thing about like if she cooks dinner i do the dishes if i cook dinner she does the dishes yeah that's good. Um, but in terms of like cleaning cleaning outside of like taking out the trash that just doesn't happen as as often you know especially dusting like if you're one of those people who like dusts once a week or something like that i have to question if you're a psychopath or not, because I, I don't, I don't know if I trust anybody who's like I dust every single Saturday. I, I, I know one person who does that, and it's my mom. I know Is no one else crazy? who does that. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, uh, but but um, I don't know anybody else who who does it at that level. Um, I'm sorry, no, I actually do. I know someone who ha- who has um, who has kind of some OCD tendencies. Sure. Um, and and uh, not only that, not only that, but he's kind of a minimalist. So it makes it a little easy to, to be able to dust and organize when you really don't have a, you know, you only have like, you know, five items in the house. It makes it a lot easier. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm terrible about dusting. Um, I'm decent about uh, about vacuuming. Um, I'm terrible. Uh, I'm okay at dishes. My dishes don't sit like with disgusting stuff in there. At least I scrub them. So, but yeah, I, same thing with this. Like, how's the, who is going to pull out the grease tray and clean it? Um, and I'll, I mean, yeah, if you did that, if you did that, uh, and you were actually using this to keep your food warm, I would imagine you should be doing this at least, uh, every probably two or three days if you're using it every day to keep your chicken warm. Uh, and if not, then you should be cleaning it every time because it's disgusting. And if you're buying that much chicken, make sure that you are also exercising because you might have a heart problem. Yes. Yes. That, that may happen. We are not medical professionals. Yeah, we, we just play them on TV. Uh, but uh, one thing that 
in a stupid segue that doesn't exist. Um, you and I have been hoping. Speaking of cases, there we go. There's my segue. Yeah. Speaking of cases that we would that we would like to have, while I may not envision having a KFC uh, uh, case for myself, I have been wishing for a black PS5 and really? getting uh, yeah a little bit, okay. a little bit. Um, part of it is I've got the I got the Xbox is there and the PS5 is there. PS5 looks fine. But it's it's they it just throws me off. They're just they look so different. Um, I don't mind the look. Whitney hates the look. Loves the game. Loves the controller. By the way, yeah. absolutely loves the controller. She finally is diving in and playing PS5 after like two months because uh, she's been playing Xbox Series X. But sure. uh, so so this and the actual news for this is uh, D Brand uh, has announced they're doing matte black faceplates for the PS5. You can sign up. Stock is limited, so you can sign up on their website to uh, to pick up your own faceplates. I would I would encourage people if this is something you want to do because I'm worried that Sony may end up going after them. Who knows what's going to happen there? If you want one, I even if you don't have the PS5 yet, I would actually probably encourage you to try to get one because that's just me. That's just me. I think the reason why Sony can't necessarily go after them in this case is because there's no Sony branding on it. So there's no there's no playstation symbols Correct. there's no like it's, it's to be, to be black, honest yeah. with you whenever i pulled this i think it's kind of ugly uh i think going all black on it is not the way to go i think if you're gonna i think you i think it i think the way that this console is made with the dual face plates and stuff i think you need a contrast so if you're not if you're not into white, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't like the white look, like maybe like a maybe like a PlayStation Blue or something like that. But like whenever I was That'd looking at cool this, too. like I don't, I have the Series X. I already have this solid black console <laughs> yeah. that I don't like the look of. It's behind my TV for a reason. <laughs> my Xbox Series X is literally. Yeah. You wouldn't know I own a Series X except for the fact that I do a podcast and talk about it all the time. And yeah. I, I've actually played. I probably played an equal amount of time on my Series X as my PlayStation Five, thanks to Call of Duty. I, I've I've actually gotten pretty decent, not great, but right. decent. I have a positive kill death ratio on Call of Duty, but that but that ugly black box is behind the TV because it's all it's just there's no there's nothing that makes it look interesting, and I I understand why you like it, but at the yeah. same time, there's no way I want to change my my console into this this look at it dude like look at it like it's it's still got the curves and everything you literally just took off the white and try you're trying to hide it and i don't want to hide it i think it's an art piece and I, it is it is an art piece i will say it is an art piece um but at the same time kind of i i don't mind all of my electronics being being black i don't mind that i think the look is clean i agree though like uh, also like while it's while it's uh it may not be uh, for you know, for everyone, uh, the white, uh, you know, the white and black uh, has a nice accent. That little, the blue light when it's on is really cool. I actually don't like the yellow, like when it's in sleep mode. I know that's the that's the smallest okay. complaint, smallest complaint, but I, I just don't like it. Um, but at the same time, I get it in comparison to the con- console being on. Um, it's not that I hate it; I just would like it. Also, I would also like uh, the options while. While the colors aren't for me, I would like them to have options. If, like you mentioned, blue, 
pink, purple. Uh, the, I think purple would be a really popular color. Different, I different, think hot pink would go with the black. Hot pink would go really well with that. Uh, and like I think those would sell well. I think black is a safe bet. Um, but I think that's the most popular uh, of what people want. But I, I do right. agree also that some offset would also be cool. But also at that same time, you could pop this on and then you could much easier, you could uh, create a like a stencil or something, a vinyl to go across that uh, that the in, inside. So it could be uh, black and red with red inside. I think that's easier than trying to get around that texture of the PS5 plates. PS5 plates were... Um, uh, uh, PS5 plates are, are that texture is hard for them to you know put something on. Robert's agreeing with me on that yellow. It's annoying. It is annoying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just so surprised at uh, how many people just want their box to just be this plain black thing. Like to me, whenever I'm hearing about that, that's the people who whose wives don't, and I'm speaking mainly to men, uh, whose wives don't like the fact that their consoles in their living room and they have to hide it yeah. and luckily i'm not in that situation where i have to hide my console yeah. and i think it looks fine though i actually have gotten really used to the white it really we talked about this when the console came out ladies and gentlemen get yourself an entertainment system that houses the console in a mm -hmm. proper way that it fits don't make it don't make it hang over the the edge. Don't make you know. Make sure it fits and it will look just fine. I yeah. guarantee it. And then go to Rose Colored Gaming and get you a nice controller stand similar to this cartridge stand. Put it in the window of your <laughs> of your <laughs> cabinets, and so you could just see my controller staring at you. We're, well, we're not endorsed by uh, by Rose Colors. Sh I should any, be. You should be. You should be. You've you've given them enough money. I'm gonna uh, give them even more. Yep, it, it's it's happening. Uh, that's that's what we're. Hey, you know, quarantine. What, what do we get? What do we got? We're not we're not going anywhere. We're not going on vacations right now. So let's let's uh, let's have some fun. But uh, I, I'm I, if if Sony makes some faceplates, I will happily buy them. I just I I like I want the PlayStation logo on there first of all. So the fact that this doesn't have that bothers me. I don't like I want I want my logos, man. So I'm 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 here for Design Labs, baby. Like if yeah, do do Design Labs Sony. Yeah. Like get on the Xbox train cuz imagine Patrick, you get a a black casing and you're able to put the land cave logo on your yeah on your case i would i would buy that in a heartbeat i would, buy, I would totally buy land cave merchandise like that yeah <laughs> we may do like we may do merchandise at some point this year i don't know we're, we're still we'll we'll figure that out um yeah. but i i would totally buy you know i i will say slight tangent because we do tangents um uh we got a cricket that was whitney's um i got my uh, wife a cricket awesome for christmas awesome. Yep. yeah <laughs> which one maker the mint uh the air the air something too okay whatever my friends told me to get okay so there i think that's the one right below the maker so the maker's the the uh the higher end one higher end quotation marks they're uh, all pretty high end just let they're you guys all, know they're all pretty high end i mean to me i was like i think it's reasonable for what it's doing but the the high the only difference i think between that one and this one is this one can like cut leather and wood like to an extent like you know small thin plywood or whatever mm. um and i was like that's cool and because i imagined well if it has that it's got a little bit more 
horsepower, if you will, to it. And I thought, okay, well, that, that'll be a little bit better. But um, yeah, we got that for uh, for Christmas. And uh, so I was going to say, like, I can totally make Air Explorer Two. Okay. I haven't. I don't know where that is on their on their uh, their their differences. Uh, it's not the smallest one. There's like a there's a, I think there's a Cricket Mini or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one is for if you want mainly to cut vinyl and stuff, which is what okay. she wants to make the kid clothes is what gotcha. she's going for. Gotcha. Yeah. So it can probably cut vinyl uh, and um, cloth. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, if you don't know what it is, basically it will cut fabric and materials for you. You put a pattern in there and it cuts it for you. And then you could it could maybe be a vinyl thing you put on your car. It could be something that you stitch onto a, onto uh, clothes, or it could be clo- like an actual pattern for clothes. Um, so I could totally, or you could even make land cave uh, vinyl decals and stuff. So yeah, oh, that's something. That's something for her to. Do. So she's making the kid clothes and stuff. That's what she. That's her primary function sure. Uh, sure. on it. But hey, maybe maybe I get her to make me a shirt. Hey, as you know. Well. If you know, if it, well, well, you know, if she if she's having fun with the machine and wants a different project, you know, I'm just saying that can uh, that can be a thing. So um, you, know what, you know what a lot of people are having fun doing though is 2020 was a, a year for playing video games, as we've talked about. Uh, and this is I'm only going to mention it briefly just because I think it's cool to show how many people are are gaming. Um, everybody who doesn't pc game uh you still probably heard of the platform steam uh owned by valve makers of games like half-life uh but uh steam over the holidays hit their record high in concurrent users and when we say concurrent users that's not playing video games uh that's just people who are logged in to steam at 25 million people over christmas um but weirdly their record for playing games uh was actually set in march so like right when the pandemic started uh which is uh there were 7.4 million people playing on um on the day that everybody on the day that everybody was logged in but in march there was a point where 8.1 million people were playing video games so, so P, uh, it also says you're, it says you're logged in if you're yeah. uh, in if you have the if you have the application up and you're in the store yeah since it's in December, I'm going to make the guess that that had to do with a lot of people buying games uh, because they had their winter sale and everything. That Steam sale, baby. That, that I is resisted. Dangerous. That is dangerous. This is the first year I resisted. It's the first year that I resisted, and it probably is the wrong year to resist for me, uh, having the new uh, new PC. But uh, I, I didn't buy any... I didn't buy any games uh, uh, like around the Christmas sales. I, mean, I spent so much on on the new consoles and stuff that I was like, yeah. I did the buy to get one from um, from Best Buy where I got Immortals, Valhalla, and Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought Thirteen Sentinels back in November for four, for uh, thirty bucks. Yeah, but I bought no outside of Hades, which I actually paid full price for, and they discounted by $2 the next day. That made me upset. Uh, other than Hades, I made no digital purchases in the month of December. Wow. That's that's different. I was going to say, like, that's that's strength. That's strength. My credit card bill was a lot smaller <laughs> after I paid off the Christmas presents, uh-huh, dude. Uh-huh. It was like... I, it would, like yep. Not that we talked too much about finances, but let's just say during november it was in the four digit range uh-huh. and in december it was in the low three digits <laughs> very nice okay 
Okay. Um, I was gonna say I'm 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 in the four digit range. It's about to it's about to be knocked down considerably because uh, that's what happens. Season of giving. Uh, it's like you bought a new computer or something. I know that. Uh, I didn't buy that on credit, so that's the other thing. Oh, nice. I had to actually cash that because um, it was it was to uh, it was to uh, James, who I don't know if he'll he'll uh, uh, be tuning in today, but uh, one of my uh, my friends and coworkers. Which uh, I, I tell people that if you cross into that like Venn diagram where you're both a friend and a coworker, and I can I, if you're a coworker and I can still consider you a friend, and I can get along with you in both cases then you know that says a lot about someone in my opinion yeah yeah uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip that last nintendo piece of news because it really doesn't matter that that much yeah. at all i am going to mention though because uh, we want to get to our favorite games of 2020 yes. and we had those tech difficulties that kind of pushed us back a little bit sorry yeah. about that but Real quick, before we segue yeah top, top game though the top game played on uh, on uh, steam was csgo oh yeah csgo which is an eight-year-old game and it's free it's free, I know, but pe- but people like to give Skyrim and other games tr- crap where they're like, I can't believe you're playing that. It's so old. It's so old. I'm like, but it's good. I mean, if, if we good, if we were to go, let's have a fun experiment and let's yeah. go to. Even though we stream on Facebook, um, it's definitely not the most popular game streaming platform for like PC games. So if we sure. were to go to Twitch TV, browse games, what? Uh, top on Twitch. Yeah. Oh, so it's. What do you think uh, well, it's going to be? Okay. Well, I think Grand Theft Auto is going to be really up there on Twitch. Okay. Um, I think that uh, there's probably some MOBA crap that I don't care oh, about. Oh, they've changed the there. sorting. Gross. Uh, okay. I was going to say I'm I'm leaning towards uh, I'm leaning towards Grand Theft Auto being a big one because mods are mods are fun. Um, They've changed the sorting. So you used to just be able to see like what were the top yeah. games Ma- being played Miles right and now. Grand Theft Auto are my two. Well, actually, no. Miles may have cooled off by now. I bet well, Miles is uh, pretty big, though. Miles isn't. That's a one-player game. Uh, you, whenever you think about it. So you're forgetting a big, big game. Forget it's a big, big game. big BR. Yeah, Fortnite. Well, no, I'm talking about Call of Duty Warzone. Fortnite's that still too. up there as yeah. well. Um, but you're also there's also LOL. Uh, free game. There's That's also like, yeah. yeah. Uh, so when it comes to those games where it's like, what's going to be the most popular thing? It's always going to surprise you because it's going to be that multiplayer game that everybody just logs into. Just like how uh, you know, I've been meaning to get through 13 Sentinels, but there's there's nights where I don't want to play any story and I jump onto Call of Duty, and before <laughs> you know it, I've been playing Cold War for three hours. For three so. hours. Yeah. <laughs> So say, if, you can, if you can't find it right now, no, I, can, I can. They reorganized it. That's right. So we'll, we'll go to we'll go to our our, our next bit uh, bit here, which is uh, some uh, sad news that I think we kind of anticipated it coming at some point. PlayStation Four uh, being discontinued in uh, in Japan. It's not uh, all but one uh, of the consoles. So. I we knew it was coming. We this is the previous generation at this point. As sad as it is to say that is the previous right. generation. So yeah, so uh, it's ending production uh, of uh, PS4 Pro. It'll only continue the uh, hold on. We continue to produce one model of PS4. I thought the PS4 Pro was the one that's continuing. Is it the Slim? All but the Slim. Yeah. Yep. It's Sorry, I thought it was, I thought it was the Pro that. Okay, I guess from a cost perspective, I guess from a cost perspective, I get it. If it were me, 
if I could keep one, it's not a business decision, but if I could keep one, it'd be the pro. That's uh, the thing is that the pros never really, the pros always been kind of hard to find. Um, and you can, it's, it's hard to find the pro right now in the U S it's, it's not impossible or anything. It's not yeah. like, it's not PS five hard to find, but sure. the, they've never talked about the sales or anything. The most popular version has always been the cheapest version, which is always going to be the case. Of course. Um, and since, they you know they're just no they don't care about the pro anymore they just want the one that's still going to to move some units as the the generation dies out or maybe people want to spare or, or something like that sure. well, it's um, the same thing that xbox uh doing with the xbox one x yeah like let's get rid of the xbox one x because we have the series x yeah so I guess it makes sense. Business you, decisions. And... You can expect, uh, if it's happening in Japan, you can expect that to to start being a worldwide thing. It's it probably not as quickly because it it uh, there's still a lot of sales to be made. And by a lot, there's you know there's still hundreds of thousands of people that will go buy a cheap PS4, especially as they they keep putting them on sale. But I would I would expect that you're going to start having trouble finding PS4 Pros. You're probably going to have a hard time finding anything but the slim yeah. elsewhere yeah I, if you got the money and if you have the money i mean obviously i i would lean towards a ps5 but if you're not ready for that uh the playstation 4 pro is is an excellent console we both uh gamed on did you get yours around launch of the ps4 pro uh it came out in launch and i got it about six months later okay i got around i think two months after after launch i got the xbox one x at launch um uh, sorry yeah xbox one x at launch um they're it's a st- they're stellar consoles i mean uh, in jumping from the ps4 pro to ps5 um i'm not saying that the ps4 pro looks it looks as good it looks pretty darn pretty darn good the only difference is like the hard drive speed and some of the quality of life stuff but uh, it looks it's, good on my wall. It yeah, it does look good on the wall. Yeah, uh, the the it still is. It's outputting a 4K checkerboard, but it looks looks really good. I would I would say it's still a good main console to have if you if you aren't ready for next gen. Uh, if you want to grab a PS4 and play older games that are, you know, I say older, it could be a game that came out like two years ago, but you can grab them for dirt cheap, uh, used. So well, and I mean, as far as we know, too, they're still going. I mean. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is still going to be on PS4. They haven't said it yet, I don't think, but I expect God of War to still be on PS4 as well. It's not it's not going away, and there's going to be plenty. I mean, it's going to hold God of War back, and it's going to be sad. But there, there's, there's still plenty to be done. And when we talk next week about um, anticipated games, I expect there to be some games available on maybe Xbox One and PS4 that you'll be able to still get um, going into this year and probably even and next year as well. I, you know, maybe, but by the end of 2022, you probably are going to have a hard time getting like new launches uh, and stuff, but uh, you're, you're good. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't, I understand FOMO is a thing. Uh, I totally get it. I, that's, that I, that's how I ended up with cyberpunk, even though I have no intention of playing it until they've done a bunch of patches to it. I bought, uh, AC Valhalla with no intention of playing it for a month or two just because I got it for forty dollars. I should have done that with Cyberpunk because because yeah. to get it for forty bucks, even to even to get it at forty bucks and then just wait. Yeah, 
It's not bad. That's not bad. But I didn't. I I anticipate you and I were anticipating bugs. Bugs happened. I didn't expect it to be as bad. Uh, but I actually wish that I had purchased it physically or digitally, whatever. Because now uh, apparently it's it's much better, much better. And uh, PS5 wasn't too much of a problem, anyways. But um, let's let's segue. It's the it's the it's the new year. Speaking of dying generations. Speaking of dying generations, it is a it is a new year. Uh, it's a new me. It's a new you. Uh, we want to talk about our favorite games of 2020. And I put in my favorite games. You put in your favorite games in our in a list. I listed off my favorite games that came out in 2020. Uh, they ha- they and you added some in here that didn't come out in 2020, but you played them in 2020. I just I just listed my favorite things that I played. Sure, uh, and, and that's I was gonna say that's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, there, it's about half and half. I think yeah. uh, for the record, I played 44 games in 2020. I met my 2019 record. I paid I played 44 in 2019. I played 44 in 2020. I want to go for 50 in 2021, <laughs> just to, or at least. 45 at least up at one right these, these are games you've played or you, you it's not beaten. i don't track beaten. i mean i track beaten uh i do use uh, there's an app that i try and turn everybody on to because it's uh really well done and it's one of the only ones that has mobile support yeah. it's called gg uh i uh you if you follow our facebook page i often share my lists you can go find my 2020 and 2019 lists uh, uh on that list or on the on our page there so um, I do track the games that I beat, but in terms of when I'm making a list for the year, it's literally if I put any time into it, it's going on my I played that this year. Yeah, no, I I, I need to I need to be better about that and kind of track them because I play them, but I, f- I forget to track them. So I need to track that on GG. We're just going to go through our list. It's not necessarily rapid fire. We're just going to mine is not in any particular order. Yours isn't either, is it or is it? I put mine in. I put mine in my favorite order. Okay, so number one is number one on yours. Number one's number one. Okay, so uh, I will. I, mine is in no particular order. Okay, uh, but but we do have some some uh, some overlaps here. So um, I, uh, my, it's going to spoil some of yours. Uh, That's okay. One of one of my favorites uh, this year was uh, was Miles Morales uh, for for so many reasons. Uh, I think that this is arguably better than the ps4 spider-man it's a tighter close a tighter story um the the character development in that tighter story worked so well i didn't feel like uh other than of course the um the side missions where it's just like hey collect some things other than that i didn't feel like the game was bloated at all i enjoyed all of it the next gen obviously uh was a great part of it as well but i thought it was a great story it was a tight story it didn't feel like i said didn't feel like filler at all uh so that was uh my uh number something um, is, is my number is my number two game uh of 2020 came really close to beating out number one which we'll get to in a second but i agree it was just tight it was a yeah. it was a super tight experience i think it was the perfect length uh i do love um spider-man 2018 uh that was one of my that was i think a top two game for me in 2018 but to be honest with you, after playing Miles Morales, I liked it being the 10 to 15 hours as opposed to the 25 to 30 hours that the original Spider-Man was. I'm not saying I won't take a longer Miles Morales, but in the the current life that I'm in, I, I told you I'm playing uh, 13 Sentinels right now, which I'm going to talk to in a minute. It's already on my list of favorite games of 2020, but it's 30 hours long, and I'm yeah. 
I'm having trouble finding that time to beat it. Like I, I play like, I don't know, two hours every couple days, maybe yeah. three hours every couple days. And to oh. beat a 30 hour game, that's like 10, 11, 12 play sessions. Yep. Yep. I beat miles in three days. I, I'm, I was going to say, I'm in, I'm in that, uh, that same boat with, you know, with, with, I don't have parental, uh, uh, obligations you do uh, but husband obligations work obligations just life uh, things that you have to take care of cuts into you know being an adult is great but it sucks at the same time so yep. uh, I, I agree I wish I wish I had more time but I, I'm, I'm the same way so I love longer games but yeah it's gonna it was gonna take forever uh, uh, to get through some of these um, so that was your number two you yep. have you have um a little bit less uh, games than I do. So I'm going to go to my number 10 and then we'll kind of work our way. Yeah. I think that uh, my number 10 uh, or whatever number, it was Resident Evil 3. Sure. Absolutely. Remake you mean, or do you mean? Remake. uh, Remake Resident Evil 3. Um, Absolutely loved, uh, again, a short game, much shorter than I expected. I got to play this and uh, Resident Evil uh, 2. Um, uh, both uh, remakes, Resident Evil 2 didn't come out that uh, uh, that year. I believe it came out um, the previous year. Uh, but Resident Evil 3, short game, a lot of changes to the, to the original, but uh, done in a, a very good way. Um, I was more scared in Resident Evil 2 than I was in 3, but it's good stuff. No, it's not. I know it's not your cup of tea, but I think I think 2 was a better remake than the 3 remake, but the 3 make, remake was really good. Hey, not everything has to be my cup of tea. <laughs> I think that's what is a part of what makes uh, our show great is that we don't agree on on everything. I'm going to go to my number nine, which I know is also on your list, but since I'll just go to a little bit of order, but it, our COVID savior in March of 2020 was Animal Crossing New Horizons. Um I didn't even roll credits on this game, which I think is uh, when you when you get KK Slider to do his concert. Uh, That didn't stop me, though, from putting, I think, somewhere between like 60 and 70 hours into the game during that launch period. It's a game I had never played a Animal Crossing game prior. Who knows if I'll ever play an Animal Crossing game again? Yeah. the thing that I that I said last year uh, and what puts it on my favorite, it just it came along at the exact time it needed to come along. It uh, it, it stuff was going down. Um, we were going on lockdown, and all of a sudden we're playing this super jolly game. Uh, and I know that this game isn't on our list, but if you're ever having fun, Patrick, look up the the Doom Animal Crossing memes. Uh, since Doom came out at the same time, and they're hilarious. Uh, yeah, so, like it's, like Elizabeth with. Like... It's so it's so good. I've seen I've seen a few of them. It's so good, and I love the juxtaposition. They came out at the same time, and I think it was therapy for different people for different reasons. Uh, but Animal Crossing, I think, resonated with so many people at the right time in their lives, at the right time in the in the world. Uh, there's a reason that game t- took off, and it was perfect perfect game for the time. That game is uh, is 2020. That is our escape, is our perfect escapism in 2020. Um, so my number nine, very recently played, very very recently played, uh, was is Immortals: uh, Phoenix Rising. Yeah. I 
I love this game. I think it's I think it's a great blend. Uh, the entire time, and I, I had to stop myself from saying it because I kept saying out loud, "Ha, ah, this is Breath of the Wild," but in a good way. Like there were so many things. It wasn't just it wasn't just the art style. There are other things in there that I'm like, okay. oh, they obviously loved Breath of the Wild. But at the same time, it it is its own game. It is its own thing. They didn't steal. Uh, they didn't steal from it. Similar to uh, when you know uh, any game that comes out that is that uh, good, you, you're going to have imitators, and imitation is the is the sincerest form of flattery. Just think about all the roguelikes and all the uh, all the BRs, all the you know all the other ones. Like those are all building off of an original. Yep. I, I'm, I'm old enough to remember that uh, that when first-person shooters started coming out to be more prominent, I was a kid during this. But when first-person shooters were coming out, they were Doom clones. That's what yeah. people called them. They called them Doom games and Doom clones. I'm like that. It's just a. It's not Doom. They're like ah, it's a Doom clone. It's the sheerest that, form of flattery, in my opinion. Like yeah. there, there's a point where you're definitely like ripping off some things, but at sure. the same time, I don't care. Breath of the Wild is my favorite game of all time. <laughs> if you can rip it off and rip it off fine. Yeah. Good. If you like that I and you like great mythology, you're going to like this game, in my opinion. I mean, I try not to overhype it, but I, I'm, I'm loving the game. My, my orders, mine aren't necessarily in a, in a specific order, but I'm. This is, it's a kind of a recency bias on this. It's yeah. so recent to me. Love it, love it, love it. I'm hoping to get um, into it soon, but I gotta get to, I gotta do Concrete Genie first. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's a one of the games I made it on my my favorites list did not come out uh in uh 2020 didn't come out in 2019 didn't come out in 28 it came out i believe uh let's see before i drop the title of this before uh, you were born no we're just joking yeah final fantasy 13 came out december 17th 2009 so i took it back to an 11 year old game however i snagged the wrong video on that uh, i apologize i'm so sorry uh I, I I went don't to an wrong Final Fantasy here. I was about to say, don't put Stadia on there. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you don't have to put a video for everything. But That's I true. went with an I went uh, with an 11 year old game that has been uh, completely remastered. Not completely, but they upresed it on Xbox to 4K. Uh, it looks fantastic. Um, I I really uh, didn't give this game a fair shake. Uh, back when it came out in 2009 it's very linear and that was at a time where i thought that you had to follow the final fantasy model that all the final fantasies had before right where you get to this open world segment and you walk around the world and that's that's the way it's gotta be because that's final fantasy baby but i i have since moved beyond that um final fantasy 15 is one of my favorites you know, I I I wanted to give it a new fair shake uh, I'm glad that I did because what Xbox did with uprising this game it looks gorgeous you could not tell me that that game came out in 2009 with what they did to the textures um, the story is still a little wonky and I'm still working my way through it I haven't finished it yet um, but really i'm just impressed with what they were able to do to an old game like that and yeah. it made me it, it it really locked in the xbox as a as a definite backwards compatibility machine i'm excited to go back through and look for other optimized for 
uh titles that maybe i maybe i missed maybe i skipped or maybe i just want to see like how good they look now so i wanted to throw that number eight to 13 same it's awesome yeah i misread it i was again working for the different stuff so apologies misread that didn't have the video ready for it but um let's let's pivot on that's the wrong video so i'll pivot uh to my next one which was one that i into i i knew i would like uh but it is carrion carry cool. on uh which i i beat i was very happy with it's not too long it is challenging puzzly even though it looks you know it was it was a mixture of horror like creature horror like the thing and puzzles and i loved both i love both of those things and it put them together and it was wonderful in in its grotesque uh if you're you wanted to heal you need to eat you eat the people uh that's kind of how like but they're also shooting you uh, but there's a lot of puzzles and kind of Metroidvania aspects of I need to do this in order to get through this area. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, Devolver just continued to knock it out of the park. That's about it. Meant to get to it. I'll get to it someday. Yeah. I mean, it's it's while it is horror, it is not like, oh, I'm scared horror. Yeah. It's nah. like, oh, that's macabre or grotesque or whatever but I mean, if it's you played, also uh, ape escape it's it kind of reminds me of that it kind of yeah. you play like a beast or an animal that is looking to it's a little visceral because yeah. the it very much looks like uh like maybe that's muscle tissue or something but at the same time it's so low res yeah that it doesn't really like gross you out you just kind of you know you're just kind of like eh, it's a blob it's a red blob yeah so. exactly so sticking with the number 13 uh, I'm going to go to my number seven, which I've talked about many times on this particular podcast already today, but that's 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. Yeah. I really want more people to play this game if it's even close to your cup of tea. It has the one of the craziest stories like the that i've ever like played it's a it's a time travel i'm not even through it so i'm still unraveling the mystery but you're trying to figure out what's happening uh with the world and the way that they design this game one it's vanillaware so the art style is great if you don't know vanillaware they made odin sphere back in the day on ps2 uh among other things so they're they're very well known for like how good they're their art and their characters look um but they did it in a cool way where you get to play each character in the story and play through their section of the story and it's kind of visual novel-esque and then as a combat they also have this um kind of real-time action strategy uh thing going on and you can play through all of the combat kind of at once uh there's points where it'll lock you out of the story uh, and tell you, hey, you need to go do some of the combat if you're not kind of actively doing it. And yeah. then you go through the reel of just the, the different characters. And the story is, it's so cool. It's crazy, crazily written. Um, I just saw on Twitter actually today that they just reached like 300,000 copies. I I wish it was more. So it's Vanillaware published by Atlas. It's great. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm trying to finish it so I can move on to other things, but I, I'm not feeling bad that I'm not done with it yet because it, it really, uh, that's, that's the recency one for me. I picked it sure. up in November and it's been, it's been really cool. It also, by the way, if you're not watching the video, it's very anime. So yeah. if that bothers you, 
then that could be a problem. But I, I play lots of Japanese games, so it just doesn't affect me that way. Yeah, I, I mean, honest, I don't mind the I don't mind the anime. I don't mind the look uh, if it's good story. Like, it has to have a good story because I I've seen. Uh, a lot of things that kind of they, they go with the specific art style because that's the art style they want to go with um or it just happens to be from japan so it's that style but it's a crap story because not all anime is good i'm sorry not all anime is good you have good anime and you have crap anime and people know that so if it's a good story I'm, I'm fine with it though yeah 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 so my my next game is of no surprise to anyone may may be my top game uh, of the year but that's because i'm crazy biased but demon souls uh for so many reasons it, it is one of my top games of this year keeping the design true to the original the original is is a, is a masterpiece but keeping the design uh to be that good uh while adding little little easter eggs in there is amazing uh taking that and making it a next gen game to the fact that people are playing it never played uh demon souls you know demon souls came out uh 12 years ago i want to say 11 years ago um so a game that came out 11 11 or 12 years ago and make a game that you play now and it doesn't feel like a remake it doesn't feel like a remake or remaster it feels like a new game uh this game plays better than than dark souls 3 or bloodborne uh, and some people who love bloodborne would argue with me on that but i'm sorry this game plays better than that it's smoother um i i feel like they kept true to the the origin without uh, changing or bastardizing any of it to the point where I don't know anyone who who loves the original who does not like the remake. And usually you have your detractors. You have your detractors saying, oh, well, it's not as good because of these reasons. Every single person I've talked to is, and I've seen online has said, no, this is that good. Or they haven't played it yet. That's, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's like, that's the difference. So, sure. well, absolutely loved it. What's your, uh, what's your next? Your next one was a surprise for everyone too, or surprise for for you maybe uh if you had said if you had said to yourself last year that this was your favorite would you have believed yourself uh no probably not probably not i no. the fact that it even that i even bought it to begin with was also yeah. something that i wouldn't have been able to tell myself so number six for me uh call of duty black ops cold war um i know that i've heard from some call of duty people that it may not be the best entry in the series i wouldn't be able to tell you because uh, i've been having a blast um you can uh, see some gameplay that up on the youtube channel you can see gameplay for most of these by yeah. the way we've been trying to do that we're going to try and do better even better about that this year uh but you can find Call of Duty gameplay anywhere. I have not touched the story still. Uh, that's what I originally thought I was going to do. I thought, hey, I'm going to jump into the story. I'm going to play yeah. it. Really, I just I wanted a AAA experience on my Xbox Series X and Call of Duty on Xbox. Even though it was associated with PS4 this last gen, I kind of associated with Xbox because I played it back on, more on the 360. That's where I was playing my World at Wars and uh, you know Modern Warfare. It was more of an Xbox title for me. So I yeah. thought, this makes sense. I jumped into the multiplayer, and it's so much fun. The It's the gameplay loop. It just it sucks me in. Uh, like I, I said it a little while ago on the on the show, I, I end up playing for two or three hours without even realizing it. Yeah. I'm not playing with anybody. I've played maybe a couple hours with somebody that I know. Um, the majority of my time is spent just quietly 
match to match to match. Uh, I'm in one match, I'm out. I'm in one match, I'm out. I, I've never had to wait longer than 30 seconds to join a new match. That's cool. And you can tell when the other when there's other people because it has cross play with cross gen and pc and you can tell when people are on the older consoles because they're not loaded into the game and i'm already sitting there waiting just waiting for the for them to load in it's not network connection no it's just waiting for other players yep it it it's it's fun and those solid state drives man i'm the the the, this this gen it's no longer next gen sorry this generation ps5 and xbox series x i'm not sound like a snob saying that but this generation is about last gen bro but it's so like quality of life it's like the the uh solid state hard drive because i've heard people uh, and uh, my buddy Trevor even mentioned he was like, "Oh, the doesn't the game you know Call of Duty doesn't look that much better on the X on the Xbox Series X versus Xbox One X." I'm like, first of all, you went from a really good console into the next gen, uh, but also it's all about like load times. It, to me, this this generation is all about quality of life and load times. Uh, it will later on will later on be able to see some even better things, but. Um, yeah, this is this is a surprise. I was surprised that uh, that it became uh, one of yeah that it was a big thing for you, uh, but yeah, totally. Uh, it's totally also become great. like on an opposite spectrum of Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. It's become an, an end of the year stress relief for me. So like Animal Crossing kind of got us into COVID, and, and Call of Duty has been kind of getting me out of the year where it's like, you know, I'm just gonna go shoot stuff. You know, that's that's <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. Is that yeah. I, you know, I'm just gonna log on. And I'm gonna shoot stuff for a couple hours. I'm gonna go to bed. Like, and I'm gonna feel okay at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, and I and I kind of with my next one, I kind of had that. It was a surprise for me. If it wasn't free, I probably wouldn't have uh, been sure. in the situation. But Fall PS Guys, Plus, baby, and PS Plus Fall Guys. Um, I was hooked for this for uh, a couple weeks. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Sure. It was probably probably like the three weeks. Was, it seemed. Yeah, I was hooked on this this game, uh, hardcore, um, and it, it it because it was so quick in and out. Yeah, and that was on uh, my PS4. But still, uh, load in there were there were enough pe- so many people playing that it just lo- you know it uh, I didn't have to wait very long for a queue. Um, the the matches were really uh, really quick. I'm used to Dark Souls and Demon Souls, so dying and losing. I, I didn't get butt hurt about. It was just like, ah, that was fun. Um, or well, they're so cute. Me. It's really hard to. Yeah. yeah. So I, I laughed at myself a lot, but uh, I thought it was it was fun. It was fun escapism, and uh, yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, next up, actually, we is matched up on this one. We matched up. We matched up. Even whether or not it uh, we meant to, uh, we matched up on this one. Which you mentioned, you said this was probably your favorite game of the year, or possibly your favorite game of the year, and I was like, oh, I don't know, but then I played it. Astro's Playroom. Astro's Playroom is really, really good. Um, Fantastic. I, Amazing. I, 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 I just smile. The yeah. entire time playing it, I was smiling. Uh, part of it is, I know, PlayStation nostalgia. But take that away. You're take that away. GP, or <laughs> I'm your GP. That's so good. Like, take that away, and it's still great, though. Like, even if you don't care about the PlayStation nostalgia, because... The artifacts that you're getting are PlayStation artifacts. Uh, so the, the different things that you're finding and, and acquiring uh, for your collection are PlayStation. But even without that, the gameplay, the mechanics, and the controller, as a tech demo for the controller, I, I, I it was so wonderful. It was wonderful. It's, I love 
there's not I can't say anything bad about this game. Yeah. It's so it's so good. It's family friendly. It comes with your PS5 whenever you get it. Don't don't delete it. I know a lot of people who just straight up deleted it. They had zero interest in playing it. I was like, are you kidding? And they're like, well, I have no nostalgia for PlayStation. I'm like, first of all, why'd you get a PS5 at launch then? <laughs> Second of all, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm not I'm not a gatekeeper. Uh, I'm just surprised if somebody would get a console at launch when they just have no history with it. Yeah. But they were like, it's just it's just not for me. And I'm like, what what about this makes it not for you? I don't I feel like I don't get they don't, well, I feel like it's the same people who who are dismissing games like Knack and they're like, oh, it's like a kid's game. I'm like, okay, but try it. But it's Knack. No, I'm just kidding. But but try it. But Astro's Playroom is better than Knack. Astro's Playroom is is wonderful. Whitney, so Whitney uh, has had actually she's had a PlayStation one, two, three, four. She's had all of them. She had a PlayStation one and two before we got married. Uh, PlayStation three after we got married. We're we're that old. Um, so, but at the same time, like when it was like, oh, here's the uh, this PlayStation I or whatever it was, that didn't it didn't like click to her, like how cool that is that they're highlighting some of their all their the periphs. All peripherals and highlighting the little 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 uh notes to, to different things like that didn't resonate with her but she acting but out all the like, games that that i loved that she she was like oh, okay like it didn't like hit her hit her in the nostalgia but other other games do other things do but it didn't hit her in that but at the same time she she loved it as well it's it's, it's super cute at the end like there, there's room for cuteness mm-hmm. guys it's, it's adorable you know you know what else is cute is big robot dinosaurs yeah and that's your next game yeah it's a big robot dinosaur game. so again i went back to the well uh yeah. on this one uh my next two are back to the well games uh so I, I dropped this game like a bad habit uh not in a bad way though because another game happened to come out in the same exact week so i, I want to take you back to march of 2017 with a little horizon zero dawn <laughs> And Horizon came up against another title, small. It's made by an indie company called Nintendo, and that was Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And so I'm 20 hours in. This is pre-children, right? I am 20 hours in. I'm talking in a three-day span. I was 20 20 hours in, and I know some people can do that in one or two, but I, I still have to work, right? 20 hours into Horizon, Breath of the Wild comes out. I never touched the game again. Um, (laughs) Never, ever again. And so this this year, I was like, I know they're going to be working on Horizon Zero Dawn 2. It turns out I was right. They're coming out with that uh, hopefully this year. Um, Probably going to be on my list for anticipated games. I'm so glad that I went back to this. Uh, It's fantastic. It's great. Uh, I'm not... I have trouble with open world games because of density, and there is a lot of things on this map that try and distract you. Uh, That's always my biggest problem with open world games is if they put too many things on the map, I'm going to have a problem. But Aloy is a really cool character in the concept behind this game where it's set in this not dystopian kind of future, but this future where like we went full circle, like we went super technological and then the world crashed. There's still these super technological things, but humans are kind of not, it has a really cool story. It has a, uh, nice twist ending. Uh, so if you're planning on playing horizon zero dawn two, you can probably pick this game up for cheap, uh, all the time. I think it's no matter what it's $20 cause it's a PlayStation hit. So you can probably get it for less than that. Um, 
totally recommend it. It's great. Yeah, I don't know if I know the twist. I didn't beat it. Oh, I don't okay, know if I know the twist. Okay. Well, like I have, I have assumptions. Sure. Um, but I have no idea. Uh, I, I probably, I probably need to dive in and play it uh, for for many for many reasons. Um, and the combat but, with robots. The combat with humans sucks, by the way. It's so boring. But the combat yeah, with right. robots is fantastic. That's what I hear. Um, I probably need to, to dive in and, and play it, so I'll probably be doing that. As That's going to be one of my uh, games uh, this year uh, yeah. to, dive back, uh, to dive back and check out. Um, we got only a few more left. Your next one uh, is one that uh, you and I both have... You, you, passing ships on this one, because you and I have been playing them in different at different times. Uh, but Star Wars Battlefront 2. And Star Wars Battlefront 2, I, I keep going back to it every now and then. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is really good. Oh, cool, they added this stuff, and then I go off and play something else. But you, you played. Uh, how, how much did you did you play like more this year? Or uh, so I, I dove back into the beginning of the year, um, where it was just I heard it got good. You know, yeah. it, whenever it launched, I played through the campaign, and I had zero interest in the online because the the way that they had built the unlockables and all that stuff sucked. It was yeah. not well done it was currency based and wanted you to pay them money and they got rid of all that it's completely you earn it uh through playing the game and that's the way that multiplayer in my opinion on some of these games in a a title in a franchise as big as star wars should be it should not be all behind a paywall like a mobile game so i'd already beaten the campaign i strictly played online uh and again a really fun gameplay loop uh, not not nearly as quick as call of duty by any means but i was i was getting in i was before i stopped playing i, I was getting decent at the uh the the trooper the basic trooper guy that was that was my my main uh really well done and if you have uh ea play through game pass uh, I believe it's available to you, it along is. with Jedi Fallen Order, which you should also <sighs> play. But uh, play Battlefront 2 if you got uh, Game Pass uh, Ultimate, like you should if you're an Xbox owner. And so have fun. It's just so fun. It's just I'm gonna, fun. I'm going to dive back in this year. Cause, and that's I'm not probably going to just download it on my series. Yeah, that's uh, I may end up doing that. So I may uh, join you over there. I don't, And I'll start from the bottom there, but I think it'll be fun. That's That's a, I think it, I think you may be able to link your account to EA, like your origin okay. or something, so you yeah. may be able to carry your progress over. But okay. don't don't quote me. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we can. What's your next um, one? My next one uh, is Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. which which uh, a, definitely top. I know we're coming up to uh, what would be the top. I think Demon Souls, Ghost of Tsushima. There are a lot of these that I think probably are are, are my favorites. Ghosts, from a combat perspective, from a story perspective, from a visual perspective, it just kept checking boxes over and over and over again. Um, I am I am not a um, uh, a Japanese history expert. I am not a, a Japanophile. I love I love Japanese culture and everything, but I'm not a Japanophile enough to tell you how accurate the game is. But I've heard people that people enjoyed like the architecture and then the, the and and those things. Like I said, I'm just not going to pretend that that I'm an expert in it, but I do love it, and this, it's beautiful. Um, there are so many uh, moments in the game that just look picturesque. Uh, very like Red Dead Two is is like that as well. Uh, Red Dead kind of uh, this game doesn't do it as much. Red Dead would like show you 
the cinema like in a cinematic way look at these environments this game sure. didn't do it as much i caught myself finding these moments and finding these these uh uh these landscapes and it was it was just beautiful uh from the from the darkness to the light everything i, I enjoyed it it made bandit camps fun which normally that's like that's a that's trope yeah. that's a trope you know just Those throw it in everything horizon it's it's a fix it's a it's a rinse repeat thing it made it interesting and fun and it was because because it was challenging so it that it's my, was it's my uh it's my february game uh so a concrete genie was first just because it came out first but i, I want to go through all the playstation exclusives or at least the first party exclusives so ghosts is is number two and since they unlocked the frame rate to 60 frames on ps5 i'm excited to probably play this game at its best yeah. Uh, I know that it was already quick loading. That was one thing that they prided themselves on. However, they figured out how to load this game quickly. Bravo to them. They need to share those tips. Uh, and then <laughs> it's already a beautiful setting, so I'm just going to get to play it at, at 60 frames. So I'm excited. Dude, uh, and great way to play it. Great way to play it. Drum number roll, one, baby. Number for one, me, anyway. Last one. Number one for you. Definitely up there for me. Possibly number one for me for many reasons. Final Fantasy VII. Seven. So for again, so many reasons. I'm sorry, but like visually, the 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 music to take a soundtrack that I loved and to make me love it again in a new way. To take a story that I loved and make me love it in a new way, in a different way. I when when I heard that they changed the story, I was I was prepared to be angry, and when I played it, I wasn't. I it was so good, and the combat was just excellent so unlike Maybe. unlike demon souls where more people i think were happy with with what they i did hear that there was a small contingent of people unhappy with demon mm -hmm. souls um I, there was a lot more people unhappy with what they did in final fantasy 7 remake understandably i suppose but i don't care this game is fantastic what they did at the end of the story actually made me more excited because of what they're unlocking the possibility to do. I'm just hoping that we receive the next few parts in a semi-timely manner. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping we see part two, at least a trailer this year. I understand if we're not I understand if it's not going to come out in 2021, 20, uh, that makes sense a year removed, but uh, we better see part two by 2022. Like, it just I, it needs to it happen. Should, it should be an every other year thing. This, I mean, I would love it to be every year, but take your time, do it every other year. Yeah. So let's let's take the story away from it for a second. This game had the best team-based action RPG, and I know that that's a, a mouthful what I'm saying because I'm sure that there's like solo action RPGs that that could do sure. it better. But in terms of party-based games, I've never played a party-based action RPG that had yeah. combat this good. The combat is fantastic. The way that you can build off your characters and create that synergy yes. to bounce back and forth have your main person have the person doing what you want to and then switch to them uh unlike say uh for example i've been playing in final fantasy 13 you kind of control one person and kind of just tell the other people what to do kind of similar in final fantasy 15 mm -hmm. as well yep. if you enjoyed final fantasy 15's combat they built on that made it Oh, fantastic leave it yeah. you you could do absolutely nothing to it in part two which and i'll be absolutely fine just give me more story give me the same combat and i will be perfectly 
okay. Uh, not and more than okay because it was so much fun to get into fights. I didn't mind. There was there wasn't very much grinding, but all the little battles that they put me into, I didn't care because I was having such a good time. And then to pair that with a game that was already in my top five of all time, I have a Final Fantasy tattoo, uh, or Final Fantasy VII tattoo to be more specifically. So it it was already there was already a bar there that that need to be hit, and they hit it. No more. Uh, totally redeemed himself after giving me a game that I hate in Kingdom Hearts 3. Hate that game. Can't stand it. I think it's terrible. And then turns around and gives me this fantastic game. Um, Amazing. My favorite game of the year. Uh, By far. Like, Miles was a great game, but it's something that stuck with me all year as to how good it was. Yeah, no, I I agree. It... I haven't haven't played it since I beat it. Yeah. Um, But... I, I am going to go back and play it. I know you don't go back and play games. I, you, I, I can see you going back and playing it at some point. Um, yeah. But I'm, I, I'm probably going to go back and when I, I've got a lot of things coming uh, this year, game wise, I got a lot of things that I want to do uh, gaming wise. So it'll probably be uh, whenever we get the final fantasy, the next trailer, I'll probably yeah. go, okay, time to go. It's back. like, I need to go back and get the plot. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I was I was just so pleased and so happy with everything that they did uh, um, uh, in the game, um, and uh, it made me care about characters that it's not that I didn't like them before, but I didn't think much of them. Uh, characters like you know Jesse and Wedge, when you play the first Final Fantasy VII, they're they're very thin. You hardly get to know them uh, in Final Fantasy VII, and this game made you care about them hardcore um and uh you know they, i yeah i just i could keep gushing about it but i'll uh, I'll, I'll digress I, I was just so happy with it um what a, what a year 2020 so many bad things so many good things bad year but good year for gaming good year for gaming and let's let's hear it for 2021 being hopefully even even better than that we'll see it's a big it's a high bar to set. So let us know what your favorite games were uh, in 2020. I almost said this year. It's 2021 right now. Let us know some of your favorite games for 2020. If there was a game that wasn't on our list that should have been. Is it Doom? Uh, was it Cyberpunk? We didn't play Cyberpunk because of bugs and everything. So it'll we'll probably be it. on our list. We'll get to it this year. But let us know in the comments what some of your favorite uh, games for 2020 was were. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.